I would like to note, uh, <laughs> just just right here, right here at the top of the show, not going to make any bones about it, that when I said I was ready to, to, to bust this podcast open, as I normally do on this show, I do like to say I'm ready to bust it open, so maybe, maybe, maybe that's my L on this one, but I would like to mention when I said it this week, uh, Andy, uh, they did say, let's bust this pod nut, and uh, I did, did want I? to bring that... I did want to bring that to the attention of Where the Where is your evidence, big boy? Well, I, I will say that's another L for me. Uh, much like a Bigfoot sighting, my evidence is only circumstantial, considering I was not recording at the time. Um, very unfortunate, I would say. Um, I do like how you're now referring to me as big boy on this podcast, oh, yeah. especially well, because that's what one of my other friends does in real okay. life. So I guess that's Th- just... Uh, that's just I guess your name now. Yeah, I'm just big boy. I'm I'm big boy, and you're you're um I don't know what's your what's your fun trucker uh, trucker code name? Oh, that's tough. I've never really had to think about that because I've never I've never had anyone think they could initiate me into the trucking lifestyle. Into the into the 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 trucker. Uh, what would that be? The trucker. My trucker name is Tonka Dick. Okay, so it's short for Tonka Richard. <laughs> Tonka Richard, yeah. yeah. Big Boy and Tonka Dick are Tonka here Richard, this week if, if to bring you formal. to bring you the hottest and and uh, emoji news. Hi everyone, welcome to Emoji Drome. I'm Ryan. I'm, I'm sorry. Andy. I, I no, sorry. Hi everyone, welcome to Emoji Drome. I'm Big Boy. I'm I'm Tonka Dick. <laughs> I died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, satisfaction! Very satisfied hearing you hearing you kind of mumble that one out. Wow, we're back uh, for another week. Uh, we are now in the month of July, which is where I am, aside from maybe October, at my most powerful. Oh really? Year. I'm at my weakest, so this is that's why, that's why Tonka Dick has been defeated. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm certainly at my weakest in terms of temperature. This uh, this this month is not good for me in that regard. But the good news is that it is my uh, it is my birthday month. Um, mm. It is it is the the month of Ryan, so to speak. And so, I think I'm really thriving in that regard. You know. So it's I big boy season. It is always big boy season, Andy. I am I, my life is one twenty three year long big boy season. Oh, what a way to be. I know, I know, but um, this month in particular, I suppose, is big boy season because the big boy's birthday is coming up. Um, uh, this is kind of a roundabout way of introducing the podcast as we normally do on this show. So, um, if there's anyone out there listening to Emoji Drone for the first time and they're just thinking, "What the fuck are these people doing?" Andy, I would love it if you would tell the folks at home what it is that we do here on the show. Alright, well, what we do here is we pick an emoji. In this case, we're doing the fireworks emoji. We're looking across each variation on each platform. We're picking our favorites, and we pick our least favorites. It's about an hour long, as the standard podcast is. Uh, And there's at least one metric joke in here. Yeah, um... I feel like we have a lot of like half jokes, a lot of almost jokes, um, a lot of hee-haws and hoo-hees and giggles and japes and various cackles and grins. But um, a, 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 a full a full metric joke is hard to come by on this podcast. But I think we do. I think we do manage to eke it out most weeks. You know, uh, we really put in the work. We really put in the. Uh, we put the business in funny business on this podcast, I would say. Yeah, and, uh, I like that. Yeah, Emoji Drome, uh, we're, we're the Siskel and Ebert of iPhones. We are a psychosexual journey into the little pictures on your phone. And we also put the uh, business in funny business. We're just soaking up taglines lately. I know, I know. It, it'll be great for when we eventually finally get an Emoji Drome t-shirt. And there's nothing on the shirt but just, like, three paragraphs worth of the worst taglines on Earth and nothing else. Oh, God, I can't wait to sell three. Like, we'll each get one, and then probably a very kind listener will. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get the two proofs, and then um, 
like 50 years from now where they're like, oh, this was the most underrated podcast of all time, uh, truly luminaries in their field. One of those, I'll, I'll be 70 years old and I'll sell my Emoji Drome test proof shirt for millions of dollars and become rich. That's my get rich slow scheme. This okay. Time around. I like it. I like I like the new attitude toward it towards pacing and scams. Yes, you know this is I I'll, this is the longest of long cons. I know. If you know me, uh, if you listen to the podcast, you know I absolutely love dragging things out. So this is just yet another way for me to express that in my day to day life. Did we? Uh, did you? Did 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 you actually tell tell everyone what the what the show is about? Yes, you did. Yeah, I, I did, did do that. You? What you, we didn't do. Oh, Ryan, it's going to be a fun one, huh? What you didn't... Did you say what emoji we're doing yet? No, no, I did not. That's what threw me off. I was like, wait, Ryan usually says which one we're doing. I normally do. Uh, You know we're the height of professionalism on this podcast, but I was just so taken by your phrase, uh, metric joke, <laughs> that I felt like I really had to riff on that for a moment. Fair. This week this week on Emoji Drome, we are covering the fireworks emoji. This is because at the time of publication, we will have had both Canada Day in Canada and 4th of July in the United States. Yeah. Um, everyone will have set off their hell explosions in the sky, and... Uh-huh. We will we will scream with joy. Yes, I will be I will be full of hot dogs and therefore infinitely more powerful. Um, I am always at my most powerful when I've ingested a few uh, sodium filled wieners. I would say, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really jazzed about this whole this whole kind of uh, situation. I would say, um, I'm not too jazzed about kind of uh, shall we say the bare bones concept of Fourth of July, uh, the holiday itself. I would say I could give uh, not less of a shit about. I, I don't I don't care. I don't give a flying fuck. Um, what I do care about is snapping into a nice, decadent, beefy uh, bratwurst on the grill. You know, that's the shit I live for, my friend. Uh, and 4th of July, more than any other holiday, really gives you the excuse to go ham on some barbecue meats, on potato salad, on watermelon, on a strawberry shortcake. You know, like any other holiday worth its salt, I think the the, the food uh, becomes the most important part of 4th of July, especially here in Texas. It is a a food-based holiday, or at least it traditionally is in, in my neck of the woods. What do y'all uh what do y'all do for Canada Day? What's the what's the situation like that? So, generally speaking, I don't th- it's not really I feel like 4th of July is like a family thing almost in some places. Canada yes. Day at least to me has never been that. What we would usually do would uh when I was a child, I would go get a slushie and then watch fireworks. And then now that I'm a, an adult, I uh-huh. I drink heavily and then see fireworks. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's kind of just like, you know, every, the the more things change, the more they say the same. What is a slushy if not a sort of hard lemonade for children? Gets them jazzed up in the same way a good old Mike's heart gets me jazzed up. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, uh, Mike's Mike's Hard Lemonade, uh, b- uh, al- official alcoholic beverage of Emoji Drome, I suppose. Um, you you can't you can't go wrong with Mike's Hard. Mike's Hard what? I don't know. Mike's Hard. The Clamato people are going to get very mad about us uh, disavowing the Bloody Mary. Well. Now hold on, Clamato is not is not no, intrinsically it, an alcoholic beverage. It is made to use in that mostly, to my understanding. I cannot even fucking imagine what it would be like drinking vodka mixed with Clamato. That sounds like something you would have to go to the emergency room for. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong here, but I just I feel like I feel like it's gotta be like why else would you have it we can't we've had this why else would you drink that if not for inebriation's sake that's all yeah, we've, we've we've gone down the clamato wormhole before on on our cross swords episode 
I, I will not dive us back down that path yet a second time. Uh, generally, before we start talking about the emoji, we like to kind of establish what it is that we're looking for in the emoji every week. So, Andy, when you think of a fireworks emoji, when you're sending this to your to your friends or your family or your, or your coworkers or to somebody who's asking you how you singed off all of your eyebrows on Canada Day, uh, what what is it that really you think is a quality fireworks emoji? I want it to be celebratory, right? Because, like, mm, okay. in theory, a firework is a nice thing to set off in celebration of something. Um, mm-hmm. Not just pretty to the drunken eye, you know? Yes, absolutely. That being said, they're loud and annoying and can scare people. So this is sort of like a, what a, a silent one could be. Ah, so because okay. it doesn't have the the sound attached to it, it might lose some of that bombast. So I'm trying to look uh-huh. for the one that maintains the firework experience. Okay. Um, and also is celebratory. I think that's how I started this tangent. Yes, uh, you're looking for something that is going to be a great celebration. I appreciate that. I think um, when I think of fireworks, I think of chaos. I think of smoke and ash and um, hell raining from the sky and loud noises. So I'm going to be looking for the most uh, hellish firework emoji. Yeah, that seems that seems right. Yeah, and as always, uh, these uh, these terms are subject to change on a moment's notice. Uh, please, please uh, adjust your expectations accordingly. Should we dig in? Should we get started on our delicious emoji dinner? I would love to. Mm-hmm. Give me the emoji. Mm-hmm. Uh, fittingly, uh, speaking of food, we will start with Apple this week. Uh, Apple comes out of the gate with a... Um, they're thinking Apple is... Uh, they're like Jack in the Box. They're thinking inside the box this week, which is to say that they have presented us a square emoji with a literal frame around the outside. Now, I don't want to get too ahead of things here, but I just know this from not having an Apple phone. Uh, They all are kind of square. Yes. uh, This does look like a Polaroid, though. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really interesting in that regard. Apple, in order to kind of avoid the, I suppose, design problem of accurately conveying something so abstract in shape and size as a as an exploding point of light, uh, they've done well to just kind of put it in this art gallery frame and render it in that in that uh, in that method. But you are right, Andy. It does. This does just look like somebody's vacation photo, or maybe someone who traveled back in time to the birth of the universe, but only had a Polaroid camera on hand. Oh wow. I mean, I I do kind of feel like Polaroid cameras have existed forever and uh I haven't taken any classes that have taught me otherwise. So it sounds like that's pretty po- probable. Yeah, I mean, I like to think that um anything is probable if you really believe. Um and I would say that Polaroids existing since the dawn of time you know, uh, I've never read Stephen Hawking. I've never read Carl Sagan. Uh, I know they're very respected luminaries in the scientific community, but I don't know if they ever accounted for the existence of Polaroids. You know, I think I think a lot of this business about how the universe was born, the nature of the cosmos, the brief history of time and all that, that brief history could be even briefer if someone could just recover the Polaroid photos at the time. You know? It's it's a it's kind of a who framed Roger Rabbit situation. It's who framed the Big Bang, and <laughs> we may never know. I mean, I guess Apple did here. They framed it yeah. pretty nicely. It, the actual firework here. We should. You've described it as a Big Bang. Yes. Do you do you like it though? I think it's I think it's good. Um, I like the I like the color direction they went for with the purples and pinks. Uh, always a sucker for purples. Uh, Somewhat a sucker for pinks, but not quite as much as the purples. I, I think it I think it looks good. Um, I think if you were kind of squinting at this, you could easily mistake it for, like, uh, a pom-pom on the top of someone's head and, like, how the Grinch stole Christmas, you know? Okay. It, it has that kind of Dr. Seuss vibe to it. Maybe that's just me, though. I, I think it's fine. I think it's a fine firework. I do like the colors quite a bit. Now, I feel like a truffle a tree from the Lorax is going to come up a lot, honestly, so I'm glad you brought up Dr. Seuss. 
I think it's all right. Um, this could just be my monitor, but because it's got like reds and yellows as the primary colors, uh huh. Aside from that sort of purple afterglow, I am thinking a lot about mustard and ketchup. And okay. I we've gone over my opinions on condiments here. So I'm not a huge fan uh, of the this uh, saucy little JPEG. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Fuck it, I don't know. I love the uncertainty that you in that comment with. Um, I didn't say. You... Look, I said it came with one full, uh, one metric joke. It, it doesn't all need to happen at once. There was a part of one in there. Yeah, there was like half of a joke, um, which I really appreciate. I think you've done. I think you've done fairly well at uh, beginning the sort of the sort of uh, jokes on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I think uh, I think that's a very interesting take on it. Uh, I don't want to think about condiments too much unless they are on my big meaty treaty for Fourth of July, which is my my hot dog. <laughs> my meaty treaty. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't understand. Until you. Well, I I really don't know how much clear I can make it. Um. I, I, I know I know that here in America, at the very least, meaty treaties are a avowed part of Fourth of July. They are as American as apple pie, as um, as red, white, and blue, as as systematic racism. You know, I, I just know that meaty treaties are, are a big thing down here. But I guess if Canada doesn't have those, we then... have hot dogs. I've just never like had one on Canada Day. I'm it's, not okay. You know, I'm I am not. I am Sorry, not you're talking, talking about, about... treaties. I forgot. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Please give me some credit here. I am not talking about a mere hot dog. I am talking about the experience of a sweet meaty treaty. Yeah, no, I. I haven't had a sweet meaty treaty. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Google this week uh, takes a bit of a different approach to the uh, idea of a firework. Google took a spur off a cowboy's shoe and made it sweat is what I'm looking at here. Oh, sweaty spurs. It's, That's uh, no good. The sweaty spurs. They've been dunking all night. It's a basketball <laughs> joke, you guys. Anyway. I got that um, one. I actually got that yeah, one. Yeah, because they're from Texas. They're from Texas. Yeah, San Antonio. Right? Yeah, they gave me Kawhi. I hope he, don't, he might be gone by the time this comes up. I'm going, th I'm going, th just, okay, so we're going on a detour because I don't really have that much to say about Google. It's like, doesn't really look like a firework to me. It looks like something you'd see on a sign in a church. Anyway, I've been really going through it the past, like, fucking 72 hours or so, because okay. I'm in this fucking limbo space where I don't know if Kawhi Leonard, the, the fucking king of toronto my the great my yeah, big, greatest of all time my big man. dunking friend the goat the board man i love him i think he might be going to los angeles soon and he hasn't Ooh. told anyone yet and so i need him to say that so i can move on with my life so <laughs> you, just, you just need him to, to to admit it you know like you yeah just, he, honestly you need to come to the surface it's the waiting that's hurting me i feel like uh-huh I don't think Chris Bosch waited this long when he abandoned us. I'd I'd like it. I'm just look. I'm hoping this comes out, and I'm exposed for this freezing cold take, and he's here. <laughs> but I'm just not hopeful, and I feel like now that I've gotten that off my chest, I can focus more on these emoji. Yeah, listen. Sometimes you need to get it out. Um, I have no strong opinions on basketball. Um. I think you are you are certainly the the basket master, the basketball, if you will. Uh, yeah, sure. The basketballer, uh, the the master blaster. I don't know. Um, uh, let's skip that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want any blasting happening on this podcast. I think that you are you are good to get it out. Um, I appreciate you confiding these fears in me. I think, although they are valid, I know that whatever happens, you will you will make it through. You will see the light at the end of this long dark. And speaking of the light at the end of the dark, 
is Microsoft gonna gonna light up the night or is it gonna fizzle out because it rains on Fourth of July? So yeah, this looks like a sparkler, but also just looks like. Do you ever have kid pics? Uh, have we talked about pig? Uh, have we talked about kid pics on the show before? Have we? I don't know if we have. This looks like an icon in kid pics. Is that like a magic part? wand icon? Yeah, kid pics. Hold on. Is it kid? Is it pix? It's pix. Come on. Oh it's yeah, for kids. yeah. We 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 have almost certainly talked about kid pics on the show before. Yeah, kid pics rule. You're right. You're right. Uh, it. You're right, and you should say it. This is a. This is certainly a kid picks icon. Um, again, I like the uh, I like the color palette on this. We get kind of like a. I am partially colorblind. I can't tell if that's a blue or a purple, but I do see I do see pinks on there. Um, it's uh, mostly pinks and purples. Purples, okay. Those yeah. do look a little blue to me. Um, but I do like the uh, I do like the direction they went in. Um. The problem with Microsoft is that they always have the thick lines, so it's hard to convey something as ethereal as a sparkler, or, or as a firework even, but they do a pretty good job, or at least the best that they can do, I would say. I think this looks like um, like a rejected, uh, it's like a, a rejected Galaga enemy, you know? Okay, I can see that a little bit. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I just, the thing with this one is because they don't have a, ba like, it, it kind of illustrates why the other ones have had a background, because when you do not have it, you can ascribe so much to it. And, like, this could be a lot of things. It could be, like, if I look, if I squint, if I, if I move pretty far back from my microphone and squint at this, it looks like a poppy to me or something, like a flower, ah, you know? Okay. Well, what is an explosion but the the sweetest flower of all? That's poetic. Are you are you, are you Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses? Uh, yeah. Because um, only he could think of something so beautiful. I know. Here, let me let me uh, let me. I, I've been holding this back, uh, but um, I think I think it's time for me to to let it loose on the podcast. Uh, I am indeed a a genetically uh manufactured clone of Axl Rose to take his place in Guns N' Roses upon his eventual death. And I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, I can't just make this claim unsubstantiated, so I would like to, um, to, to, you know, make sure that y'all really know, so, uh, She got a smile! Oh. And then it goes into the bridge, it's just like, Whoa! Oh, oh, sweet child of mine! So you, you were the clone that got all the recessive Axel Rose genes, huh? <laughs> listen, listen. I, I'm the backup. I mean, that's why they let me do this emoji podcast is because I'm not the first choice to replace Axel Rose. I am the um I am the, you know, if if the if the clone goes down, the main clone, then they call me. But until then, I just gotta I just gotta practice, you know, bone up on my chops like Welcome to the jungle! Oh. We got fun and games. Uh, I feel like if I go any I lower on that... I hate this. I need that I, known. <laughs> if I go any lower on that, I'm going to shred my vocal cords because I could do like, Welcome to the jungle! And that's just not it. That's not it. You have to really hit the falsetto for Axl Rose, I think. Is, um... <laughs> Is Axl Rose like a big 4th of July music guy, Guns N' Roses? I feel like that it would be. I feel like that would track. I feel like that would track. Let me um. It's kind of why up. I brought him up. Wink, wink. Definitely. Let me, wink. let me uh. Let me check this out. Guns N' Roses Fourth of July. They got to be doing a fucking benefit concert or some bullshit. Well, Guns N' Roses tour U.S. in 2018. Uh, will extend their top-grossing "Not in This Lifetime" tour. "Not in This Lifetime" is when I'm going to finally become the frontman of Guns Guns N' Roses. Not in this lifetime. It does look like they have performed on 4th of July before. Hold on, what is this? There's a tweet on the official Guns N' Roses verified account, which is like an Independence Day reference. Yeah. It's like, um, it's, uh, let me describe it to you as, as accurately as I possibly can. Uh, it's Guns N' Roses verified Twitter account, at Guns N' Roses. Uh, first line of text, happy 4th of July, with an exclamation point. Then, um, hashtag Independence Day, 
with the uh, with the fireworks emoji, but I do think that's baked into the Independence Day tag. Okay. But then the um, the image attached to this post is the New York skyline with the uh, Empire State Building front and center, and then above that <laughs> is the uh, the you know the circular Guns and Roses logo with the uh, titular Guns and Roses. Yeah, I'm aware of the roses and the guns. It is like tilted facing down. And there is a beam being shot out of this logo and, like, consuming the Empire State Building. Um, the whole thing is in tones of, like, is very ethereal. <laughs> it's in tones of, like, very ethereal blue and yellow. Um, the logo itself is is cackling with a, or, or crackling, I should say, with a cosmic energy. Uh, I don't know if it's a threat so much as it is just a a statement of power. It's Axel Rose saying, you know, I'm not going to do this to the Empire State Building, but I just want you to be aware that I could do this if I so had the desire. Okay, so this is supposed to be a riff on... Okay, so he's trying to say, have you seen the film Independence Day? That was about me. I'm the independent, the alien. That's what it was called in Independence Day. It was its day. It was the alien. It was the independent. And yeah. it, uh, he's going to come and zap the Empire State Building in his big gun rows. Yes. Okay, I think I understand now. I hate it. Um, I don't like that you've shown me it. Uh, and uh, you've spoiled me on the Twitter firework emoji now, too. Yeah, well, you know, I, I did just want you to, um... Uh-huh. You just, you just wanted, you just sorry, wanted, you just wanted sorry. to ruin the Twitter. Um, so let's take this, uh, <laughs> you know if my voice cracks like that, then I'm in some shit. Yeah. Uh, let me, uh, let me, uh, <laughs> let me take this a step at a time. First of all, uh, I don't, I don't want you to think that um, I am just showing this off for no reason. I do want you to kind of take this in as sort of an example for how we here in the states uh, do do celebrate Fourth of July. It's with big statements like UFOs consuming the Empire State Building. It's with uh, you know threats by very old members of classic rock bands. And it's with, uh, you know, the knowledge that we are all in this together should the band Guns N' Roses ever unleash their full uh, leash of cosmic power. So yeah. the second thing, the... the <laughs> yep. um, uh, so so this, the, the, uh, the... Let me... Uh, the second thing on this list is, uh, nat is, is, a, is a little thing of natural curiosity. Um, I, I was curious as to whether Guns N' Roses was ever a stand featured in the popular anime manga series JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So, I, I did Google Guns N' Roses JoJo, and what I found is an, is a, uh, is a page on <laughs> jojofanon.fandom.com slash wiki slash Guns N' Roses which is apparently the uh, fan wiki for uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, fan creations. Um, and what I found here is a stand called Guns N' Roses, which um, somebody has used... Uh, <laughs> there's so many layers to unpack here. So um, somebody has used a picture of Agent Venom from the uh, Spider-Man comics to okay. uh, convey the look of Guns N' Roses, which, first of all fucking sick i love that shit whoever whoever designed this uh in incredible uh guns and roses is apparently um a part of the fan work uh nero rebel oh, i suppose ryan uh uh-huh no, I, I, why <laughs> why now, hold on hold on i'm leading up to something with this you have to trust me okay you have to trust me <laughs> you have to trust me okay so, so, so Guns N' Roses is apparently part of this series called Nero Rebel, which is translated into Black Rebels. Uh, it is a fan and part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, it takes place in a sibling universe to the first six parts in Steel Ball Runs universes. Uh, the story follows the descendant of an alternate Johnny Joestar, an Italian known as Damon D. Draco, 
Sorry, no, his name is Damon Damiani, Draco. Okay, okay, so you so you you started to plumb these depths here. Um so where I'm going with this is that Guns N' Roses is is the stand of the protagonist, Damon Damani Draco. Uh and and I would like to I would like to uh read a portion of the Guns N' Roses stand personality uh uh, area of the wiki page because I think you and our listeners will find this very interesting. Yeah, and then okay, go for it. Here we go. Its stand cry is "Ada ra 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 ra," with "Ada" being the sound a gun makes when firing in Damon's imagination. A lot of people end up correcting it by saying it's "pow" instead. In a way, Guns modified its own stand cry with the "Ada" at the start. The Ra is reminiscent of Aura, which is common to the Joestar bloodline, and here's what I think you'll find interesting. However, Guns has been shown to use other words such as, Yeah, baby, when attacking. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I, um... All I'm saying, all I'm saying, mm-hmm. yeah, baby. Yeah baby it's great no look i now who am i make your ocs have fun with it i'm not gonna judge however guns and roses are already characters in jojo's bizarre adventure they are the the bodyguards for arena joestar in no wait is that in part four, actually? Wait, no, yeah. They're in part four. They're uh, Susie Q's bodyguards, I think. Mm, okay. And one is Guns and one is Roses. So I basically, uh, this guy's a fake fan. And no, I just wanted to call him out for being a fake fan. Damon Joestar Draco. <laughs> well, this is an alternate universe, so uh, fuck. Damon, you're right. Damon Joestar Draco can do whatever he wants. I just wanted to say, uh, just so you know, that there is canonically in the JoJo fandom a stand called Guns N' Roses that looks like Agent Venom and says "Yeah, baby" when attacking. I think I think that's a lovely picture. Um, God bless whoever conceived of this. You're a star. I, I would like to know, however, if Guns N' Roses' secondary ability causes him to say, do I make you horny? Or if it's just <laughs> the first one. <laughs> Fuck you. Let's... How... We are half an hour into this fucking podcast, and we have talked about three of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Samsung this week... Um, it's okay. It's another. It's another square emoji. Um, I think it's a bit messy, though. I think they. Um, I think they made the amateur mistake of trying to cram too much into one emoji, and it doesn't really work. Yeah, I have like mixed feelings about it because I do think the smaller fireworks make it a little more cramped and a little uglier. But at the same time, it does help illustrate that it's a fireworks show. Yes. Yes, that is true. So that's the that's the credit I'll give it. But um, other than that, I'm not gonna fight you on this. I think that it's fine, but I it doesn't it's not worth defending. Yeah, it's 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 okay. Um, I don't want to make it seem like I think this is like total dog shit or anything because I think it's a fine emoji. Um, I I just see. I say I think it's fine, but I don't think it's fine. So I, I can see a case either way, but my case is going to be that I don't like it very much. What do you uh, What do you think about WhatsApp? This was the one I was referencing when I mentioned the truffle trees from the, the Lorax. Okay, because it looks like two truffle trees to me. Now I'm not incredibly familiar with the uh, the, the the story behind the Lorax. I, I I suppose you could call it the Lorax. The Lorax of the Lorax, the, the Locus of the Lorax, the Lorlax, the Lorlax. The lore has become very lax on this podcast, so I would love for you to explain to me what. So has the format. Is. the The format's become pretty lax too. I've sent you a picture. It's a skinny tree with a swirl on the top. It's pretty easy to understand. 
they look they look like lollipops but fuzzy. The leaves look like fur. So this looks like that to me. I don't think it's bad. I think that like Honestly, WhatsApp might be the best one we've seen so far because the fireworks look fine. They definitely do give me that vibe because the shape evokes uh, a truffle-esque sort of, you know, motif. But I like the multiple fireworks because that's just like, yeah, it's a fireworks show. It being yeah. two colors kind of helps break things up a little bit. And uh-huh. they do the frame thing that Apple does, and it's all right. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty all right. Um, I don't love the the truffle of trunks. Like I don't love those streaks down at the bottom. But but I agree. I think overall uh, it's pretty good. I do like the colors on this one. The the green and the purple. Yeah, I. Uh... I don't think I've ever seen a firework that's the color of that nice sort of teal one. Yeah, yeah. I, but, you know. Um, I would love to see such a pleasant firework, since, as I said, fireworks are generally so associated with uh, destruction. Ooh. We have spent so much time talking about bullshit that I don't feel like bringing up any fireworks tangents right now. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, maybe once we get to the end, we can bust a couple out. Uh, bust, I've got bust tales. Out. I've got fun stories. And instead, we just talked about fucking some random internet guy and his fucking JoJo OC, Ryan. Why'd you do that to me? Uh, I, I think it's interesting. I think we provide a public service on this podcast. Um I see us less as an emoji podcast and more of like a sort of uh, virus in a way where we are kind of inflicting ourselves upon our dear listeners in that sense where people listen to the show and that gives me free reign to talk about a stand that says, yeah, baby. Uh, maybe that's bad podcasting, but hey, never said we were professionals. Well, you are a professional, actually, is the thing. You you are you are professionally paid to podcast. I, uh, I, however, am not. I'm I, a man with nothing to lose. We make money doing this. We're professionals, officially, and no one will take that away from me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't we professionally discuss the Twitterworks fire emoji? D- hold on, did I just say the Twitterworks fire emoji? You said the Twitterworks fire emoji, which sounds like... I mean, I guess that would just be a fire emoji, huh? Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, no, this is the Twitter fireworks emoji, which, to speak professionally, looks like a professional piece of shit. <laughs> it's a bad emoji. Yeah, it's like... They added these lines, these, like, yellow lines coming off of this sort of, like, North Star-looking thing that they've used as the firework, and because they added those lines, it looks shittier. It does. It does. I think, um... I think what Twitter has done this week, like you said, is a great North Star emoji. Uh, if you're doing kind of a nativity scene with, like, emoji, like recreating the biblical nativity, I think this is an amazing star of Bethlehem. Uh, it's incredible in that sense. It even has kind of the cross shape in the middle. But as just, like, a standard firework emoji, it's 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 a it's a work of... a, a, a piece of work. Hey! Bada bing, bada bam. Hey! Got him! Bada boom. <laughs> Taking down these people who are paid more money in a week to make these emoji than I'll see in an entire year. Take that. Take that, Twitter emoji maker. Your fireworks looks like a, a hunk of hunk of burning you know, dog doo-doo. While I agree they were probably well compensated, I don't want to assume too much about how the tech industry values artists. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think maybe we've done this show for so long that I put a very inflated sense of importance on emoji in my life. <laughs> yeah, have you started? You've started seeing the code. I've seen through the veil of the matrix. Um, I see emoji in my everyday life. Like I see someone, I see someone laughing and crying, and I'm like, "Damn, sick emoji reference, bro." I see, um, I see someone dancing with a rose in their mouth, and I'm like, damn, sick emoji reference. So it, it really does kind of poison your mind after a while, I would say. I don't know how I've avoided this. I'm scared now. You have other podcasts. You have other things in your life. Um, 
I am I am devoted to Emoji Drome one hundred percent of the time. You're on it one is... of the other podcasts. It's the one that we do for this. Oh, that, well, that you have at least two interests. That's still I okay. I I am interested in Death Note as as somebody would be interested in observing an erupting volcano from a safe distance. I um I I will not say that I am completely invested in that series until we finish it, but um I do enjoy I do enjoy watching it unfold. I'm just saying you can if you really need to define yourself by what you podcast about, you can think about two things: anime and emoji. Uh huh. Oh, well, I love emoji. I think um I think that's really the point here is that this podcast has given me uh it, it, you know it started out as kind of a goof, but this podcast has really given me. Uh, an unironic sense of appreciation for uh, emoji and for the kind of communication sciences behind emoji and how emoji are used and uh, uh, sort of manipulated to communicate. Uh, that being said, we still have many, many emoji to work through, and we are uh, <laughs> 42 minutes into yeah, this episode. You know what's funny is, Ryan, before we started recording this one, you said, oh, well, we'll finish before midnight unless we take two hours, and here we are, buddy boy. We, we don't are. have to now we don't have to take a full two hours now personally i would i would love to take another dive back into the jojo's bizarre fan and wiki i think we could dedicate an entire episode of the uh patreon podcast to talking about that again i'm not i'm not trying to make fun of anyone on this fan and wiki i think it's great that people are out creating fan works you know yeah, it's pretty good. I also, I saw them, I saw the creator getting in arguments in the comments with people who were being mean, and now I'm sympathetic to them. So, don't be, ev- hey, shout out to you, Damon D. Draco, and your, your, your super cool spam. Yeah, God bless, God bless. Where, what the, where am I? Uh, we're on the Facebook emoji. Facebook went all out this time. They've got, like, perspective on this. They've got, like, like layers behind. There's, like, a firework going off behind the firework. And, like, you can tell that it's in the distance compared to this, this one. It's very shiny to the point where it's almost hurting my eyes. Yeah, I like the, the kind of, like, uh, bloom that's on this emoji. It reminds me of, uh, the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion which maybe has the most bloom of any game I, I've ever played. You know, I really don't have to explain the joke like that. I really don't have to say the joke and explain why the joke is funny. It's okay. You're not a professional like me. No, no, I'm not. You really uh, you really have it kind of down pat. I'm still feeling this out. Um, what this emoji reminds me of in specific is when I was a kid and I went to Disney World for the first time, we bought a guide to Disney World because that was back in the days before the internet was kind of as... Uh, as prolific as it is now, you know? Um, this probably would have been, like, 2001 or 2002. And the only stuff you could find on the internet about Disney World would be, like, really shitty, like, digital camcorder photos of, like, the inside of rides. So you had to, like, buy a physical, like, guide to Disney World. And I got really obsessed with Hidden Mickeys, which is where they hide uh, Mickey Mouse-shaped heads in various, like, places at Disney World, like, on the rides and shit. Uh, this is a Hidden Mickey fireworks emoji. They um, they love to they love to draw oh. Mickey and look at big firework this time. They have those in uh, you. You still haven't played Kingdom Hearts three because otherwise you would have referenced the hidden Mickey's on that. I well, I've played the other Kingdom Hearts games and they do have those in there. But for me, my strongest memory is of Disney World and like that guidebook. But um, you're 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 uh. I just wanted to call you out and like I think it was also like a fun little through line for our fans. They can be like, yes. Eventually, they'll know when you've played Kingdom Hearts three, <laughs> and everyone will cheer. I um I am now deeply entrenched in Mario Maker two, so it's gonna be a bit. I don't know. There's uh, not a Facebook ton to say good. about Facebook, honestly. Like it is, it is a fucking pretty well rendered firework display. It's very pink. Do we want to? Do we want to keep going at this pace, or do we want to really kind of clip through the rest of these? We can questions? say what we can move through them at, a, at whatever pace we need to. If we have stuff to say about them, we can say stuff. But if we don't have shit, we don't need to force it. Okay. Uh, my opinion on the Joy Pixels firework emoji is that it looks like somebody dropped like a piece of fruit and it splattered on the floor. Yeah, it kind of just looks like 
a logo for like a health and in- not a health insurance. Co- <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it does because I'm thinking of Sun Life Financial, which is like a Canadian insurance company, and it just kind of reminds me of that. It just looks like a sort of fa- like that sort of. <sighs> You know that tone that some commercials have where they talk to you in a very soothing voice and say yes. things like, we're here for your family at Joy Pixels. And then this little fucker shows up to show that they're not like some corporate monolith, but they are. That's what this one reminds me of. It's a fucking logo for some new age tech startup. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I think it's um, it's it's very engineered. You know, and I know all emoji are engineered. Uh, probably a lot of the big companies really like do focus testing on emoji. I don't know if that's true. I think it would be hilarious if it was. Um, I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, this definitely seems like the kind of emoji where if you remember that really wild Pepsi logo design document, this seems like it has that same kind of philosophy behind it where someone made an 80 page like the galaxy new... of Pepsi or whatever. I yeah, love that fucking yeah. thing. It's so funny. This someone made like the universe of joy pixels for this firework emoji. It just has that vibe to it. I think you're right. Um, I don't hate it though. I like the color scheme, but as a firework, I, it doesn't really work. It's more of like a bug splat. Yeah, it's it's again. It suffers from not having the background because when it's just on its own, it's a lens flare. Emoji decks. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's short. It's sweet. It's simple. It's um, multiple fireworks. It's got two. Yeah, it's got two very distinct fireworks. It reminds me of something I would wear on one of my mini tropical shirts. Mm, okay. Um, it has it has that kind of like minimalist tropical flower Hawaiian print sort of vibe for me, and I do like it. I do like it. Yeah, no, I don't mind it at all. It's like nothing special, but it's pretty pretty inoffensive as far as things go. Um, I will say the bottom one to me looks more like a Ferris wheel, which does give it this sort of like, oh, there's a Ferris wheel and then there's fireworks going off in the background. Well, that's fun. That is fun. How about Messenger, Ryan? Is that one fun? I don't like this one at all. This is like, <sighs> we talked about kid pics earlier. This is something that would be on like, uh, some sort of television channel for preschoolers i think which you know is not to make light of like simplistic fun like kid friendly design but as a firework it it just doesn't track for me at all it looks like the um the more you know star you know yeah like yeah you know what it kind of does yeah um yay or nay on this one Nay, it's nothing. It's fine. It's like, it'll get the point across. It's... But it's it's a shooting star emoji. It it is. is. Yeah, it does look more like a shooting star than an actual firework. But the next one on the list, LG, I don't think this one looks much like a firework either, to be honest. Yeah, no, this one again looks like a magic wand with like a beam of light about to come out of it. I think it looks like the arena where you have the final boss fight in a JRPG. Like, this is, um, this is like a giant. Well, it could be a top down view, but I was thinking more like you go into an abandoned chapel and there's this huge, like, stained glass window, which is this emoji. And then, like, the the villain's, like, kneeling down in front of it and you come in with your weapon drawn and he gets up. He's like, huh, so the time has finally come. When the Emoji Drome video game comes out, this is where the final boss, uh, happens, where. Depending on which path you took, either the Ryan path or the Andy path, you will have to kill the other Emojidrome host. Yeah. It's, um, you get some really raw dialogue like, uh, you came here to kill me, but you never considered that I'm already dead. And then it's, I don't know, that's too tough. That's too tough. Like, JRPGs have more kind of like the, uh, the philosophical, the philosophical kind of like heady, heady nonsense, you know, like, oh, 
so you finally come to reap the echoes of your sins. Like that's that's something a little a little more in line, I would say. Yeah, that's what you're gonna say when I'm about to strike you down, and then when you're about to strike me down, I go, I I pooped my diaper, help me, <laughs> and I'm sobbing, and it's not great, and I'm just so 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 your 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 route here is kind of the one where it's like oh. Were you, you know, were you right to, were you right to do this? You know, or do you feel bad about this yet? But my road, it's just like, no, I'm just a bastard. No, your, your road is, oh God, I, I, I have to deal with this thing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so HTC, I don't know, this looks like something that would be on a communist propaganda poster just because it's like a, it's like a red star. Yeah. It's a red, it's an almost star. It looks more like the, um, you've seen the, like, Chicago flag before, right? (laughs) No. Okay. I might be the Illinois flag. I could be, I might be wrong here, but it's got these, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the four, the four stars. Okay. It's like that. It's that type that of star. Sh- I didn't realize Chicago had like a had like a flag. Yeah, I only know that because of fucking CM Punk and I watched wrestling because I was a uh, fucking loser. Gotcha. Now I now I now I don't do anything. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton to say about HTC. It kind of looks like an incomplete maze on like a placemat. <laughs> like they didn't fill in the other lines, so you just can straw- draw a straight line in between all these other lines. Uh-huh. Um, and aside from that, I got nothing. Do you have anything? Uh, you know, uh, they got koosh balls in Canada. They got what now? Koosh balls. Hold on, I'm googling this. Oh, yeah, 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 we got... Dude, we're drowning in koosh balls up in Canada. We're drowning in koosh up here. Yeah. <laughs> Please, man, may I have some koosh <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, so the Mozilla the Mozilla firework emoji, much like the uh, the Joy Pixels one, just kind of looks like a wet splat. Um, like a koosh ball. Thick. Is that what you were trying to say, or were you trying to say HTC looked like a koosh ball? I think HTC looks more like a koosh ball. Okay. I think Mozilla looks like someone dropped their like uh, potato surprise and it just splattered on the the nice tile. Yeah, again with this one, and it might be because they have done their detail work here may have bit them uh-huh. in the ass because because of the stars that they have in the sky, this looks like a weird galaxy thing to me. As a po- like that, those are planets in the middle, and fucking meteors are flying off of them. I just don't understand. I guess. I think. Um. I think we've touched on this on the show before. It's very hard to to do a proper emoji where you're trying to convey a sense of motion, uh, because there's so much that has to go into it to make sure that you're getting the idea that, that you know this is actually exploding. It's what we. Uh, it's what we talked about on the volcano episode. And I think it's relevant here because Mozilla doesn't look like an explosion to me. It just looks like a very cool modern art painting. So don't get me wrong, I do like Mozilla quite a bit, but as a firework, it doesn't necessarily uh, take the take the game for me, you know? Yeah, that's fair. It's it's an orange tangela, but I can see why you like it. Let's... <laughs> SoftBank is a... Now... You compared LG to something from a JRPG. I, I I too think that SoftBank looks like something from a PlayStation One game, like from the original Digimon World or something. All these dots come up as an interface to the digital world. I should say Digimon World Three. I never played the original. I played Digimon World Three. It's the good one. You should play it. They should re-release it. This looks like a bad spell that you'd use in it, and it would, like, fly at Angemon and do, like, 20 damage. You got you got any opinions? Yeah, I actually do. I was also going to make another game comparison. I was going to say this looks like a Toho game. Oh, like yeah, a, fair. It's like, a, it looks like a bullet hell screen. Um, so it's fine in that regard, but I don't think it really works that well as a firework. We, we've got a lot of emoji this week that 
I think conceptually look perfectly fine, but they don't look great as what they're supposed to be, you know? It's almost like trying to communicate this thing is difficult. A fool's errand. Yeah. It just, it, a firework is an abstract thing to represent, and I don't think they did a great job. No, no, I don't think they did a great job. I don't think Tacoma or AU by KDDI did a great job this week either. They, These are just like... Yeah, they're the same, basically. They're, they're essentially the same. They just look like flower petals that have uh, fallen on the ground in a particular they're, pattern. They're pretty, though. They just, again, yeah, it's like... I, I, they've gone very abstract with it, and I guess that is the right way to go for this, but it is... It, it is also pretty emblematic of the struggles that other creators have had making this emoji look right, you know? Yeah, I definitely understand. It's um this one's a hard one to pull off. I think um I think you hit the nail on the head in that criticism of it. But um I think although it is hard to pull off, some of them did manage to pull it off. Um it's time for us here on Emoji Drum to pick our least favorite and favorite emoji this week. Um, I don't know why I'm doing an introduction to this bit, because normally we just go straight into it. <laughs> Andy, uh, what is your what is your least favorite emoji this week? Though, this one's tough, but I think I'm going to go with Twitter because of the slapped-on, chunky little lines that they've got there. And... Uh, yeah, I just I think it does it the it does it the worst. Like it looks the least like a firework to me. It uh, maybe aside from Messenger, but Messenger's got a little more going on. This yeah. one just doesn't look like what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I agree. It's um it's fairly unfortunate. It's definitely it's definitely a runner up for me this week. I would say, but um. I'm gonna give my least favorite to uh, SoftBank this week with just the just the rings of dots. Um, it's I wouldn't call it lazy, but it just doesn't read as a firework at all. Some of these you could like look at it and like with the Twitter, you're like, oh, I can kind of tell that's supposed to be a firework, like vaguely, like it's a bright point of light uh, mm. supposedly exploding, you know. But um, SoftBank, it's just the circles, and although I think it looks cool, I don't think it does a very good job of sort of representing what this emoji is supposed to be, which in this case is just a firework. Like, I don't think the firework emoji has any sort of, like, uh, symbolic connotations, aside from maybe, like, a celebratory sort of thing. So in that case, you're really just looking for what looks the most like a firework, and SoftBank just doesn't doesn't do it this week. Yeah, that's that's pretty fair. Should we Should we talk about the ones we liked, though? Yeah, I would love to talk about the things that I love, and Andy, I would love to hear you say what you love this week. Yeah, so this one was a little hard. Like, they're all very <laughs> different is what makes it difficult, right? They all have very different high points. I think I'm going to give it to WhatsApp just because I like the color palette. I like the... I think it works. I think it makes... Like, I look at that and I'm like, yeah, okay, it's fireworks. And then I look at it for a bit longer and I go, it's truffle trees. But then I look at it longer and I'm like, yeah, but it's still fireworks. It's really all I can say. It's, it, I like, I really want to see a nice teal firework display. Yeah, I, I understand that want, that innate desire. It is the right of every American Canadian and human being to see a cool teal firework. And I appreciate you searching that out, you know? Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your what's your, what's the king of the firework for Ryan this week? I think for me, I'm gonna have to give it to Facebook. Sometimes I think the Facebook emojis suffer from being too overproduced. Like they clearly have too much of a budget and too much production on these emoji, and it ends up coming across as like too manufactured sometimes. But I think the um, the bombast really works for them this week because I like the colors, I like the pinks, and the uh, you know, those kind of hues. I like the uh, lighting effects and the um, the really bright dot directly in the center really helps convey the fact that this is something exploding and not just a weird koosh ball suspended in midair, you know? So I think um, I think Facebook works for me this week. I think they uh, I think they take it home for me. 
Alright, uh, congratulations to Facebook. That's I'm, I hate that I have to say that. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> okay. We're almost, we're almost at the finish line. I know that people love to hear that when they're listening to a podcast, is the host going, okay, we don't have that much left to do. But uh, <laughs> it's very warm for me, and I don't have air conditioning. So it's... Let's rec- let's answer questions so I can get out of this sauna that I found myself in. Yeah, absolutely. We are going to go to Twitter this week for our questions. You can find us on Twitter at Emojidrome, or you can send questions to Emojidrome at gmail.com. Um, I know last week I mentioned a question we had in waiting from the Gmail account, but we went even further over this week than we did last week, so I'm going to have to push that one back yet again. But we'll go ahead and go to Twitter and our first question comes in from at Castman Ben, who asks, What is the Microsoft emoji used for? Torture or massage? This is the one that we talked about looking like a Galaga enemy or like a, you said, like a like a sparkler. Or um you, you compared it to something else. I like a flower, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like now. It depends on how the mechanism works, because if this is, like, a roller thing that you, like, roll over your back, that's fine. That that would be a massage tool. However, if this is sparking, like a, like a sparkler would, nailed it, then I'd probably err more on the side of torture. Okay. That's... What do you think? Those are my reasoning. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for that very, that very, um, I don't know. Just the way you said torture really, really struck a chord with me for some reason. The thing that you should know about this emoji is that it's none of those things. This emoji is, in fact, my new uh, seven-bladed lightsaber. Oh, well, that's fun. But it's also all those things that you said. Because the first rule of improv is to always say yes and. No, you can you can say I'm wrong. I can be, I can be wrong. Andy, your opinions are valid, and I would love to entertain them. I do just want everyone to know that the bottom of this emoji is the grip that I use for my new sick ass uh, seven blade lightsaber. Is that going to be on the Star Wars fanon wiki soon, or do you have to go through a process to make that fanon? I don't know. I don't know what the process is like. I'll dip into it before we record next week and let you know what the results are. I would love to be called something stupid like um, like Darth Himbo and come out here swinging around my big seven-bladed stupid pink and purple lightsaber. Uh, Star Wars I, fans, please write in and tell us if that's a valid Darth name. Yeah. Is it like a Homestuck troll name where it has to be a certain number of letters or can I just be Darth Himbo? I would love to be Darth Himbo. I cannot stress that enough. No, I know. I think uh, that's like we we are aware that you want this. It'll happen. Thank you, thank you. I just need everyone to know how simultaneously uh, drop uh, drop jaw sexy, but also breathtakingly stupid. I am. That's very important for me to convey to the folks at home. Um, we have a we <laughs> stupid. Yeah, uh, no, it's fine. We have a we have another question coming in uh, from another Twitter user which is um, from at birthlord5000. What is the dumbest pyrotechnics thing you've ever done? Mine was when I lit four packages of sparklers on fire at once and they nearly caught my hand on fire. Oh, wow. Uh, I have set myself on fire with a sparkler by accident. My sleeve, my sleeve on fire, not all of me, uh, when I was young, and that was fun. I put it out before it burned me, but there was a hole in that sweater. As long as I had it, it ruled. How about you? Do you have any dumb firework stories? Not a not a firework story, but when I was younger, I had one of those like uh, reading lamps where it's where it like latches on to the side of something with like a clip, and you can bend the neck and such. Um, when I was a kid, I got it too close to my pillow, and the lamp burnt a hole through my pillowcase. <laughs> Uh, so that's a that's a fun story. Uh, I have also almost been hit in the face with a firework when I was a child. I dodged it. Don't worry, it's all good. That's all. Another fun story. So this is one to maybe soothe your troubled soul in terms of your basketball woes and uh, 
this will be our final question of the of the episode because we are on a very uh, tight schedule and Andy is inside of a <laughs> inside of a sauna. I I'm so in, sorry. I am inside of an inferno right now. You are being smelted in a furnace of Minecraft. Um, I'm this one this one comes in from at Zimmy on Twitter who says, "Which of these was set off in the middle of the street by random people when the Raptors won?" Oh gosh, that's a really good question. Uh, when we finally won a championship, thanks to our dear friend Kawhi, who's not going anywhere, we set off the fire, the fireworks that look like the the Microsoft one. Everybody just lit up sparklers. I'm gonna miss them. Yeah, um, well, maybe now that y'all are losing Kawhi Leonard, you'll get, uh, Sundari Leonard instead. And the fucking podcast. So if you want to send us questions, you can find us on Twitter at Emojidrome. We always put out the questions posted before we record, generally on a Wednesday or a Thursday. If you want to send us unsolicited questions and, uh, images like, uh, Knuckles wearing a hot dog outfit, you can send that to Emojidrome at gmail.com goes directly to my phone inbox. Andy, is there anything else you'd like to add as we wrap this one up? Yeah, if you want to support the show, you can go on over to patreon.com slash emojidrome. We've got a bonus show about Death Note called Hold the Cell that you can get access to for $3. Or for $1 if you just want to toss us a little, like, tip or a little thank you for the podcast. That'll let you vote on our Patreon pick polls that we do at the end of the month. The last episode of each month is one of those. Uh, and it's a more, like, direct way to pick what we do. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The last two episodes we've done for those have been the grimacing face emoji and the raccoon emoji, both of which were were, were very entertaining for us. So, um, check it out, yeah? Please. And uh, also... Check out your local fireworks stand uh, this Fourth of July because I hear that maybe uh, I hear tell that maybe your friends of the Moji Drone might have a little uh, have a little pyrotechnic product coming out this week. Did you hear about that? It's a tease. Ooh. It's a it's a it's a little it's a little um, it's a little something something. Ooh. I wish we had a branded firework coming out. That would be that would be awesome. Yeah, that's I the do new too. goal. But like, you get us. You get us to eight hundred dollars on the Patreon, we will make an emoji drone firework. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I guess I guess I'm gonna learn how gunpowder works. Well, we you don't. know. I hope we're done. God, please let us be done. Uh, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>